Hello and thank you for tuning in to the Evening Standard of the D1T in 5 for Friday, April 21st. Let's jump into today's top stories. Illinois State Interim President Aon Dover Tarheel on the situation in Normal said, To my mind, what we have here is not a broken unit. It's a unit that has stumbled. We've made a number of decisions that maybe not quite to the high level that we expect. It is a stumble. It is not a crash, not a fall. It's not a situation where the division is broken, and we need somebody to come in and fix it. The sky is not falling. Tarheel also outlined a timeline for a new AD to be hired saying, We want to make sure the search takes place at a time school is back fully in session and every constituency has an opportunity to be engaged. That would put us some time in the fall. Northern Arizona AD Mike Marlowe inks a five-year extension through April 2028. President Jose Luis Cruz Rivera noted, His integrity and dedication to the best interests of our student-athletes has brought us back-to-back Big Sky President's Cup awards. Recognizing NAU as the best athletic program in the conference for academic and athletic success. I am proud to have Mike on our team and look forward to working together for the next five years. The departure of PAC-12 Deputy Commissioner Jamie Zaninovich marks the fourth exit from a high-ranking conference official, since Commissioner George Klyovkov took over, with two more having left just prior to his arrival. The Mercury News' John Wilner sees this as an opportunity to cut salary costs at the conference office precisely when the schools need it most because of gross mismanagement at the conference office. The overpayments made by Comcast, which were known to former PAC-12 Network's President Mark Shuken, Former CFO Brent Willman and possibly former Commissioner Larry Scott, his role in the scandal remains unclear, are expected to result in the media company withholding approximately $50 million in payments to the Pac-12 networks, before its contract expires in the summer of 2024. Any savings on personnel would help offset that wallop. And based on his staff moves thus far, Klyovkov intends to create a leaner operation than the version Scott employed for so many years. While it's difficult to determine precisely how much money the league could save, Wilner calculates that, combined with the decision to shutter the San Francisco headquarters, the salary savings could result in $10 million less per year in expenses. More from the Pac-12 as Mark Shuken and Brent Willman have filed a wrongful termination lawsuit against the conference on the grounds that, they did, in fact, properly report the issue. They repeatedly told then-Commissioner Larry Scott about the situation after it was discovered in December 2017, and Scott told them not to say or do anything, per the Mercury News' John Wilner. Key details, damages are in amounts to be established at trial and believed to be in excess of $2 million, according to the complaint. A statement from the league reads, The claims being alleged are wholly without merit and the Pac-12 intends to vigorously defend against such false claims. The NCAA Playing Rules Oversight Panel has approved three new rules recommended by the Football Rules Committee last month, including keeping the clock running after first downs except for the last two minutes of each half, no consecutive timeouts by a team, and penalties at the end of the first and third quarters carrying over to the next quarter. That would eliminate untimed downs in those instances. The Fresno Bee's Robert Kawada questions whether the Save Mart Center is killing Fresno State basketball, noting the school has to pay nearly $700,000 per year to play and practice there and on game days is charged for everything, from floor conversions to staff, security, housekeeping, utilities, first aid, liability insurance for every patron through the doors and on down to a five-cent printing fee for tickets that go through its box office. Kawada goes on to note the Bulldogs in 2021-22, posted an operating revenue of $1.6 million, 
roughly $3.3 million less than the average of its Mountain West peers. While the $3.7 million invested in the program lags the league average by about $1 million. Meanwhile, Fresno State VP for Administration and Finance Deborah Adishiana Stone says there's really no flexibility for the arena to better support the programs. She says, I know the question comes up all the time about concessions and parking. Overall, with debt service and operating deficit, our auxiliary has to cover between $2 million and $3 million a year and athletics doesn't have the capability to do that. The debt service will not be paid off until 2031, and Adishina Stone notes, we try where we can. It's not that we don't want to, but we have a fiscal responsibility to the operating deficit and the debt service. Thank you for tuning in to the Evening Standard of the D1T in 5 for Friday, April 21st. We'll see you back here bright and early tomorrow morning.